Bob and Brad, the two most famous physical therapists on the internet. Hello folks, I'm Brad Heineck, physical therapist. Hey, I'm Chris, the pharmacist. And I'm exactly one half of the Bob and Brad physical therapy channel. However, today we are extremely happy to have Chris compliment and upgrade our show with oh. some up-to-date up to information uh, and just a wealth of... Uh, well... It, he really researched this uh, topic, and uh, we're going to have some uh, information you'll want to know. This disease we're talking about is... Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's disease. The seven stages of Alzheimer's. Um, and what we want to look out for. Now, actually, before we get into it, I do want to say that personally, I uh, have a real uh, curiosity and in-depth interest about this topic. For number one, over the last 23 years, I've worked with people with yeah, Alzheimer's. Absolutely. As well as, I'm sorry to say, I think my mother has symptoms consistent with what we're going to talk about. Sure. So uh, it's a personal, more personal than when it's a patient. And for people out there, if you have a family member involved with this, uh, it's personal to you as well. So pay attention. You, hopefully you'll learn some things at this. We're going to have another video uh, coming up that's going to have some treatment things you can do at home with your loved one or friend who has already been diagnosed, or if you think maybe there's a possibility of it. Uh, with no further ado, you, we want to talk, have let Chris take over and uh, explain to us what he's, uh, uh, the information he's discovered. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that come, you know, dementia is the umbrella word, and then everything else kind of comes underneath it. And, you know, of all those dementias, Alzheimer's is worldwide the most prevalent. I mean, you're talking 50 million people worldwide, the United States, talking roughly 5 million people. So it's 60 to 70% of the cases of dementia are Alzheimer's in nature. So what uh, Dr. Barry Reesberg has set up is what they call the Global Deterioration Scale. And uh, that's not my words, it's very Debbie Downer, but I, I do think that what this is going to do is just a series of seven stages that are going to give us examples of what you can be prepared with and, and your loved one can be prepared with as, as you kind of go through this journey together. And it really is a journey. And so it's kind of, it's, it's something that it's hopefully we're going to just provide some help and some ideas. And at the end, we're going to post some websites and uh, areas for support so that we can get you the most possible, best effective care mechanisms that we can give. Because this is an interesting journey to say the least, um, but we want to make sure that you're as in the know as possible and, and as comfortable as right. possible. I do want to say, like in my case, you know, I'm, you know, I've, I've went through these seven. I'm looking. It's like, well, you know, my my mother is consistent with the first two or three. Sure. Uh, the they don't always go in strict they order. They don't go in a strict order, and that's the one thing that we'll, I was going to touch on. But sure. that's true. Yeah. Um, my mother is scheduled to have an evaluation to see if the diagnosis is is there or not. And it's weird because last July they made set up the orders. Yep. And it's. Two and a half months later or yeah. whatever now, and she still hasn't got the assessment because they're so backed up, yeah. uh, and they have to go through her chart and make sure that she gets set up with the right evaluation, et cetera. I don't understand it all, but it is a lengthy process, and so that may be something you come in 
contact with. And that's what makes this so tricky, Brad, is is because, you know, the average diagnosis length of time to actually get the the word Alzheimer's stamped in your record mm-hmm. takes six years for a patient. So it's it's not quick. They have to rule out multiple other things, whether okay. it's medications, other disease states, whether it was kind of a vascular issue. And, you know, when we, when we not to totally digress, but, you know, Alzheimer's is, is certainly one thing under that umbrella of dementia. Okay. But, you know, when they look at brains of 80-year-old people that they've done autopsies on, it's mixed in most cases. So you might see a vascular component. You might see, you know, the Alzheimer's component. You could see Lewy body component. So these are all different forms of dementia. So it's not just a one-size-fits-all okay. cookie-cutter thing. Sure. And again, like you said, you know, you can kind of go through these ranges and these seven steps, and, and they can be kind of mixed. You know, the World Health Organization uses just three. So they just say it's, you know, early moderate and severe okay so that's the simplest way to, and a lot of neurologists subscribe to that too because at some point you're splitting hairs i think the only thing with the the seven the, the seven units that dr reesberg has pointed out is it just kind of walks you through each stage a little bit more with some specificity to to maybe just allow you to have a little bit of knowledge so you're like, okay I, I see this is what i can do to support so let's go to stage one yeah so stage one you know it's interesting it's just what they call normal outward behavior i mean so let's say i've got the condition myself you're looking at me and i'm talking right now and you're not going to notice a darn thing nor is the patient in that case so it's just normal outward behavior so it's very very difficult it's it's a silent onset and so the damage that occurs occurs many many years further so about the only thing we can draw you know parallels to is like with parkinson's and we're not going to go down that path but it's it's just something that we know that somehow the brain, as it develops and goes along, whether it's nutrients, environmental toxins, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, happens much earlier than probably what we think. So we're talking maybe people are in their 50s or 60s when they, well, or don't yeah. they know? Well, they don't really know, and that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Is the research is tenuous, it's it's challenging, it's not easy. Okay. Uh, if everybody was, you know, if it was easy, everybody'd be doing it, and we'd know a lot more sure. about it. But it, it's just a difficult, difficult subject. So when we move from there, you know, it, it, if you were going to get any type of diagnosis there early, it would be by accident. So okay. they would have done a specific test. Maybe you had a fall, you hit your head, you know, maybe you, and so all of a sudden they did a PET scan just for kicks and giggles, and then all of a sudden they see, you know, with these special traces, they, they put radioactive traces in there, go to the areas of the brain, and they say, oh my gosh, we see all this, you know, beta amyloid proteins and tau proteins and tangles and all these so crazy things. So that would indicate Alzheimer's. The path word, yeah, and even having those in the brain scan don't necessarily indicate that you're going to have Alzheimer's. So it's still, yeah. So it, it's really early, but maybe. How about stage two? Stage two. So then it's going to be just mild changes. And, and this is where it's tricky, too, because unfortunately, we have age-related changes. You know, I mean, the biggest thing with Alzheimer's specifically is age. So as we get over, you know, it's a 65-plus kind of disease state. And okay. the longer we live, you know, it's a chance. And again, it's not everybody. I mean, the statistics are going to be one in six women, one in ten men. So that's... Is that worldwide or United that's States? That's worldwide. No, that's okay. worldwide. So okay. I went with the worldwide. So it's it, the math seems to correlate with the okay. United States as well. Um, so what we could see is, you know, we're, I I can't find my wallet. Where did I put my glasses? Where are my keys? You know, and I mean, we're all busy. I mean, I had two young kids. Man, in my thirties, I was forgetting where I put my keys. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's not. So it's it's difficult to say. Oh my God, I've got Alzheimer's. Right. You. 
you don't. I mean, it's you may be progressing towards that, but still very, very tricky to see. So, you know, if you're finding that, oh my gosh, I keep losing stuff, you know, all the time, I don't know what's going on, you know, yeah, please reach out to your physician, and, and that's where we want to probably start taking some steps if you feel like it's a problem. Um, but oftentimes, people aren't going to notice it till you get to the third stage, which is what they call mild decline. So, and that's where people around you are going to start to see, oh gosh, Chris is... He just he, he keeps putting his keys in the refrigerator, uh, and you know just kind of that outlandish stuff. Or uh, you know, let's say my wife notices that I didn't balance the checkbook appropriately, or I didn't, you know, or I things that you normally normally could would do. be very astute with that all of a sudden just start to slide. And and you know, and it's easy as the patient they'll say, oh wow, I was just really busy. Or I was watching the football, right. I was watching the Packer game, and. And, you know, it was, I, I was they just were, distracted. They were losing. They were losing to the Saints, and I was just all, you know, I wanted a, you know, TV right. brick. And I, it, I have to say, it's funny because, I mean, this part, of it, this is funny, but I put my socks in the refrigerator. Attaboy. <laughs> well, <laughs> and this was a year ago. Yeah. I mean, but I'm not too concerned about it. cold feet. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'll be no, all week. Uh, if people get are going to get upset with because we're joking about yes. this, but anyways, I put them in there and I looked all over the house for like twenty minutes. I finally found them in the refrigerator when I yeah. went for the milk. But I, again, I know my mind was very busy with other things. I was thinking about the rest of the day. So those things—that's what makes it. it you know, it does. It does. It makes it challenging. And so, as a patient, and and this stage is also true because there's self awareness. I mean, you know what's going on. And at this point, you'll have been encouraged to probably see a doctor or you're already doctoring for this. Sure. And, and depending upon, this could be many years that's been progressing towards this, right? Or degressing, I sure. guess, is, mm-hmm. is the case may be. And so really, it's just going to be, so how do you help somebody at this stage? Well, if it's a carrot or a loved one, you know, maybe help them pay the bills. Set up auto pay. I mean, this is an area where maybe you get your financial affairs in order, your estate planning, wills, those types of things. You want to lock things up because this is the stage where, unfortunately, there are unscrupulous people out there you could be taken advantage of. Sure. And so right now, it's kind of a protection mode. And I mean, you you know, and and also more importantly than anything else, you know, right now we want those healthy habits. We want the good diet. We want to remain active. We want to be doing, you know, playing the brain games. I mean, doing the things. And we'll talk about this in another upcoming video okay. about what we can do. But, you know, this is the area where we really want to start to focus on those things to try and reinforce and prolong. So, yeah, the, like I said, we have the next video on more details on treatment. Yep. I know in therapy, uh, we'll have people that are in, say, a skilled nursing facility getting ready to go home. And we'll go with work with them. OT will. Oh yeah. How to balance their checkbook, review it. And a lot of times they don't have Alzheimer's, but because of the uh, whatever they went through, the surgery and the medications, yep. uh, they get through it and then they're fine. So again, it's where there's a fine line. Is it Alzheimer's or is it a side effect of a medication? Yeah, it could be a medication. It could be a health condition. Maybe we had a small stroke, a TIA, head trauma. I mean, it, there, there can be. A litany of things. So I guess yeah. that's the one thing that as you go through this journey with family and loved ones or even yourself, you know, it's just things to be aware of. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what else can we do? Well, we want to try and, you know, 
declutter things. So, you know, whiteboards, checklists, having a med box if you take a couple of different medications. Sure. You know, anything that we can do that, that's linear, you want to declutter the place, you want to eventually try and just... You're talking about, say, they live in a house or yep. apartment. Yeah. Open so, it up so it's very clear. Yeah, so we're going to keep counters clear. Mm. We're going to, you know, we're going to keep everything in the same place. You know, if you're going to go on an appointment, always try to make the same day of the week, the same time. You know, when you see your dentist every six months, uh, mm. you know, let's say you see a chiropractor, you see your physical therapist, you know, it should always be Wednesday at noon or just whatever, you know, consistency. So, and then there's stage, the next stage four, mm-hmm. that, what happens then? So stage four is just an extension of three. It's just that the changes, the outward changes that you observe on your loved one become much more obvious. So it's just that, just details about themselves. Like, uh, when's my, I don't remember my birthday. Mm. I think it's September. And you say, oh yeah, it's December 1st. Uh, no, Chris, it's September 1st. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's September 1st. Okay. And so that that's kind of where you're going to start to see this and things that everybody knows around you. Mm. And, and so, and you know, it's, it's a difficult point for the patient at this point, too, because, again, they have that self-awareness. So they know, and so they can make an excuse, they can laugh it off, or they can get very angry. Uh, mm. So you can start to see some behavioral changes. You can start to, see, you know, which which is much more at the next stage. But you're going to start to see some of this. This is the stage where we want to try and make sure we're protecting them. Uh, probably no driving when we get mm-hmm. to this point. Your physician will have stepped in at this point because you're gonna you're gonna see these outward signs that just show that it's difficult reasons. You know, um, I mean, you're gonna find those details about yourself. Tr- trouble cooking. You guys go out to dinner. And you want to just go we'll go to our favorite restaurant and, you know, they normally get their usual meal. And all of a sudden it's a challenge for them to get something. And it's, sure. I just don't know what I want. This is also overwhelming. They get stressed, frustrated. And instead of a nice night out at the restaurant, all of a sudden it's, it, it becomes a stressful event. And then when that stress creeps in, it actually makes that thinking much more challenging. Sure. Yeah. So, it's a, it, you know, so again, we want to just say, hey, Dad, you always, you always get the steak. Yeah. Should we try the steak? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. And, sure. and so if you can flip the table, that's something that usually helps. Mm-hmm. So I guess at this point, we're starting to protect. Right. And, and so that's kind of the key. And that leads us really into number five, which is what they call moderate severe decline. And this is the point where you're kind of losing space and time. You know, you know, you can get lost if you were taking a walk by yourself. You can, you know, it's the seasons be confusing when you get dressed. I mean, let's say it's summer and all of a sudden you're grabbing a coat sure. when you normally wouldn't grab a coat on an 85 degree sunny day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, and, and, uh, and then Again, sentences don't seem to be quite right, or stories are a little bit different. But here's the interesting thing: you know, it's like we can. What can we do to help them remain more independent? Mm-hmm. Let's lay out their clothes for the day. You know, keep yep. reinforcing the whiteboard. Keep using the checklist. Right. So independence is key. But you know, if mom or dad are telling you a story, let them go. Listen to it and and encourage them. You know, it's like, well, and what happened next? And so what if it's wrong? Right. Enjoy it and and be in the moment. You know, because a lot of times you'll get this is the stage where they start to ask the same question over and over again, which as a caregiver can be very, very frustrating. Sure. But that question isn't so much about the answer you're going to deliver as it is just knowing you're there. It's a very lonely stage. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's just, and you know, some of the things that we want to declutter at this point, mirrors things out of the way because we're going to start to get some of those physical issues where maybe our gait isn't quite as strong. We're losing some of that muscle strength. Swallowing, eating is a little bit more challenging, which really leads us into number six, which is what we call the severe decline. 
And so you know the face, you don't know the name, so I can recognize you sure. as, as one of my best friends, but I, I can't recall Brad, you know, sure. and it's, it's, it's hard. You know, and, and at this point, it's much more difficult on the caregiver. I mean, when we expound upon that, the caregiver spends about five hours a day with the patient. So out of their already, you know, and, and the caregivers are going to be usually younger, you know, because they're typically children um, of the parent. And so, you know, you add an eight-hour, ten-hour workday and then another five hours with mom, dad, uncle, aunt, neighbor, Whoever. you know, mm-hmm. mowing the lawn, doing the dishes, helping. So, I mean, it, it becomes difficult. And that's why those we'll have those websites posted again so that you guys can kind of find areas for resources, support, and just even sometimes commiserating is right. just a good thing. I, I remember uh, very clearly when my grandmother was in this stage, and I was in high school, 17, 18 years sure. old, went to visit her. She had no idea who I was. I called her grandma. She said, are you one of those young kids that call old people grandma all the time? And it just, I had no idea Blew what it mind. was. Yeah, and it's like I didn't, I didn't want to go visit her because I was, I was afraid. It's scary. Yeah. It, it is scary yeah. because you, it's, and that's why I'm kind of hoping that these stages help people to just understand, you know, and I guess it's just at this point, the patient really doesn't know what's happening mm-hmm. from minute to minute. Yeah. I mean, you, you're starting to see, you know, in stage six, it's going to be some of those delusions. I'm getting ready for work. Well, you've been retired for seven years. It might call your wife, your mom, mm-hmm. you know, or it just things that just, you know, you're starting to, you know, difficult eating. You want to go to softer foods, yeah. swallowing, choking, aspiration, pneumonia. I mean, these are the points where these health issues start creeping it, up. At this point, it's typically time to... Move the person to a skilled skilled facility because uh, it's just overwhelming. Right, it, it is. Uh, it, you can oftentimes I've seen a number of people through professionally that would get combative. Yep, and I would say it's probably at this stage, and that's very difficult. As a professional, it's easier to deal with than if you're a family member. Exactly, uh, more than likely. So you really need to get right the proper help at this point. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, but things that you can do to still remain close with your loved ones, uh, you know, the music is a wonderful thing. Sure. And it stimulates the brain. I mean, it's obviously it's not like they're going to be able to read anything at this point, but it it still gives them some... Looking at old photos is a wonderful thing to spend time with. And they may not be able to communicate that this was... Little Billy when we were at the fair, but it's they'll they'll have there'll be there'll be some glimmer of recognition at some point. Right, right. And they still enjoy just seeing different things. Reading to them. I mean, these are things that you can still spend quality time, even though it may not feel that way, but it's a moment. And that moment I don't I think there's a connection there that I think sure. that's maybe a little bit more spiritual than scientific, but I do think that it's a very important step for everyone. Right. It's something that you just need to work with. I, I like what you said about if they're telling you history of the family and you know it's all wrong, you know that uh, I've experienced this now with my mom. She's talking about things that happened a few years ago and it's like, mom, this is not even close to being accurate. I do not interrupt her. I let her go on and and then uh, I'll go on to something else and maybe I'll remind her and you know, get things to click and whether it's right or wrong, I'm not going to badger her and say, mom, you got that all wrong. 
it's okay. Yeah, I mean, there's no right or wrong at this point. I mean, it's just, I think, you know, the key at this point is just to focus on the quality, just being there. I mean, I think yeah. that's that's the key. Sure. Because as we go into the last stage, number seven is what they call very severe decline. And the basics are gone. Um, you know, can't sit up, can't move. This is, this this is, is almost 24-7 care. It is 24-7 care, yeah. I think, you know, realistically. And, and right. it's, you want them in a skilled care. You just, you can't do it by yourself. And this is hard to talk about to you if you're not familiar with this. With me, I've been working with it for 23 years. Uh, it's to the point where they don't know enough or can't remember to push the button, which is going to bring uh, an aide in or a nurse in to get some help. That part is oftentimes I just don't know. You have to be careful about are they going to roll out of bed and, and, fall? and fall. And there's all kinds of physical precautions that you can work with. It's it's a tough stage. It is. Uh, but it, the reality is it's there and, um, you know, it's probably pretty close to the end. It is. And, I mean, the key is comfort. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. what can you do to love and support? What I'd like to do, and this is a spiraling it's downhill, a spiral. and there is no cure no. at this point, and that's probably going to be years down the road. It is. Um, but if you're early on a stage, like I, I, I'm sure I feel my mother is probably at three, yep. somewhere in there, and plus or minus. Um, but there's a number of things you can do at the early stages if you feel, and even if it's not, I would, not, I would never tell anybody you have Alzheimer's. No. If you're not a professional. And no, it should you, you're, be. You're just, all these things that we're going to talk about in the next video that you can do to help are good for anybody. Yes. You know, playing word games, word Scrabble's games. good for Scrabble, me. Scrabble, <laughs> crosswords, playing checkers, playing chess, cards. I mean, just yeah. anything socially engaging is good. Exercise, walking, right. You know, just go to the park and take yeah. a nice walk. Right. I mean, it just, just getting outside doing. Yeah. I mean, it's... So let, let's cut it off right here, and we're going to do the next video. You can, you know, that'll come up in probably in a week or two after this one, um, and then you can see some things that you can do to help your loved one Absolutely. And, as yourself. So very good. Um, uh, you see the shirt I got here? Life is tough. Let's help each other. Right. I think so that could be more appropriate we're, for today. We're going to help each other out with that. So very good. Um, enjoy the day and be careful. Thanks, everybody.